0: Friday and welcome to a new episode of This Week in Apps So Weekly, No Fluff, day the first roundup of interesting news and trends about mobile apps and games. This is Ariel from App Figures and I have five highlights for you today. And we'll start with sports. Sports dominated this week. Euro 2020 finals, NBA finals, MLB all-star game, and a pretty dirty UFC fight, depends on which side you're on, with a lot of trash talk, kept a lot of different audiences engaged. It should come as no surprise that there was a lot of demand for streaming all of these. And guess which app had it all? ESPN. That's why this weekend was ESPN's biggest in revenue, and by a lot. Net revenue in the US this weekend added up to $3 million, according to our estimates. And that's net revenue, meaning after the stores took their cut. So this is what ESPN got to take home. What's more interesting is the split between stores. Normally, when we look at US revenue, we expect the app store to be responsible for a considerable chunk. And that was not the case. This weekend was almost even, the App Store was responsible for 54% and Google Play for 46%, indicating demand for sports is pretty universal. Now, not really that big of a surprise, but it's really nice to see it in numbers. I think this increase is actually a big deal. This weekend out all other weekends since the app started earning directly within-app purchases. And I've talked about ESPN and other apps that stream sports over the last year and a half, meaning throughout the pandemic and throughout lockdowns, and we looked at how it's so convenient to get to get sports, which you couldn't do because you couldn't go to stadiums. But now that we're seeing things start to open up and fans can go back in stadiums, demand is continuing and it's only going up. So I think it's not just a lockdown activity anymore, but it's rather just it's it's a really convenient way to consume content. And I'm calling sports content in this case because it's as much content as is a new movie on HBO Max, if you think about it. And really how long is a movie and how long is an average sports match, whether it's soccer or, or basketball or baseball, um, they're pretty even for the most part. Now, sports streaming used to be, and, and I think it still is kind of a really complicated mess of ownership and, and legal, um, legal problems of who gets to own what and who gets to show what and who gets to put ads in what. And I don't at all fully understand it, not even a little bit, but so were movies. And thanks to what I think is the original kind of content revolution that Netflix started back a few years ago, things are getting much simpler. I fully expect that to happen in sports as well, which really would mean more apps and more competition for ESPN, even though it has the brand. So that would be an interesting evolution over time. Next up, Instagram. It's been a while since I looked at Instagram and that's because the trends are kind of flat. They've been mostly the same for the longest time. I mean, Instagram is pretty popular. They get a ton of downloads every day. And it's been around long enough that it's going to be very difficult for them to see huge peaks like, let's say, younger rival TikTok. Well, that could change in July. For Instagram, the last week of June and the first week of July saw higher downloads than any other week this year, last year, and even going back to the beginning of 2018. Downloads for the week of 6-28, June 28th, Topped 15.2 million globally, a whopping 60% increase over the average weekly downloads this year, according to our estimates. The week after, the week of July 5th, downloads remained high at 14.5 million, and they're looking pretty good this week as well. Now, this is for the Instagram app as well as Instagram Lite. Why do I mention that? Because that's actually really important. A lot of these downloads, not all, but a lot of these downloads and most of this growth is coming from India. Instagram's download surge come mainly from India where TikTok is banned and it has been banned for the last year. There are several local competitors like an app by the name of Josh that is trying to fill TikTok's gap and they're gaining a lot of momentum. But I think that just means more opportunity for Instagram. Also this week, we released our monthly report of the most downloaded apps in the world for the month of June. And TikTok, which we just talked about, which has been the reigning champion for the last few months, uh, was again the winner, bringing in more than 55 million downloads in June from the App Store and Google Play globally, according to our app intelligence. Instagram was right behind it, followed by other Facebook properties, WhatsApp and Facebook's flagship app, which I now call the Facebook for some reason. One thing that's a bit different this month is that TikTok wasn't the most downloaded app in the App Store. WhatsApp snagged the title in June, ending the month with 21.2 million downloads, um, specifically from the App Store. So they still get all the downloads and they still get the number one prize when you add it all up, you add both stores up. But if you just look at the App Store itself, WhatsApp had a huge run, which was almost double what it did the month before. There's a whole report that I published on trends and comparing month over month. If you want to read that, look in the show notes and you'll see a link. When it comes to money, however, The list was fairly different. YouTube, Tinder, and HBO Max dominated the revenue table in the U.S., earning more than $150 million in net revenue between the App Store and Google Play across all three, um, according to our estimates, and that's in the U.S. alone. Um, Again, all this is going to be in the report that is linked in the show notes in case you want to see all the details. There's a lot of interesting stuff there. Um, Next up is Disney. Disney has a new princess. Probably not really a princess, but Black Widow, the MCU's latest episode, opened last weekend, and unlike F9, which I was actually looking forward to but didn't end up going to see, it didn't go with the very old-fashioned model of theaters only, F9's model. Disney Plus released Black Widow with its hybrid premium model, which I talked about before. Guess who won? I'm not going to be shy. Not F9. App revenue climbed to the highest it's ever been across the app store and Google Play last weekend for Disney+. Between Friday and Sunday, Disney+, earned $7.9 million in net revenue, meaning after Apple and Google take their fee in the U.S. alone. And the trend hasn't sloped down yet. Between Monday and Wednesday of this week, Disney+, Plus hauled in another $7.5 million. Um, again, this is a net revenue in the U.S. from both stores. So they have a total of more than 15 million since they launched this. I criticized Disney Plus' premium pricing in the past, and even though the numbers look pretty good, I can't lie, um, I think this is still experimental for Disney and for the industry in general. I suspect other streamers are waiting and trying to understand if this is going to work because not everyone has a mega brand like the MCU and not every movie is as big as the MCU, which is why we're seeing Disney's revenue really peak here and not for every release that they had. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this continues. I still, I'm on the fence leaning towards this is not gonna work and the HBO Max model of just going both is the right way to do it. We'll see. Hopefully I am right because I don't want to pay more money per movie when I want to watch it. But if it does make sense for them, um, I imagine we'll see more and more streamers, Peacock and others, and HBO Max maybe even, maybe even, doing the same thing as they release these um, movies that they put a lot of effort and a lot of money and a lot of time into. And also those movies that really have a big brand and people just lining up to see them. And last for this week, In another traditional manner is a way to look at the Unlockdown. This week's indication that the Unlockdown is happening comes from the Mobile Download Index. In the last year, one category grew more than all others in the US App Store, and that's travel. The Mobile Download Index looks at downloads of the top apps over time and compares them to a date in the past to show how a category is growing, how it's behaving over time, in case you weren't sure. And over time, travel has been really amazing. Travel apps took a massive hit during lockdowns because they, for the most part, weren't necessary. Now that things are opening up, airports, roads are busy, um, and cruise ships are sailing, as we looked at cruise ships last week, it makes sense that demand will return. Looking at some of the top apps in the travel category, we can see that popular apps like Uber and Lyft have nearly doubled when compared to the same time last year. And we can see that across pretty much the entire top. According to the index, downloads are up 86% when compared to last year. Now, there is a twist in all of this. There are new variants, slow vaccination rates, and growing infection rates still mean that we're not out of the woods just yet. But I see it not as a negative, I see it as a positive. It just means that once we are, and once we will get there to the point where things are mostly back to normal or in the new normal, um, I expect downloads of apps in this category to grow even faster and even higher than before. Which means, just like sports apps, I foresee more competition in the travel category because it will become kind of a gold rush and a, maybe even a gold mine for apps that can provide things that make sense. And that's a positive, the way I see it. And I'm going to link to the mobile download index in case you want to see this trend for yourself. So check out the show notes. And on that happy note, I'm going to say happy Friday. Hopefully you enjoy this. If you have and you want to see this data for any other app that I didn't mention, whether it's your competitor, if you're doing research, um, if you just want to keep an eye on things, head on to appfigures.com slash intelligence to get it for yourself. And if you haven't already, subscribe. And if you haven't already, leave us a rating or a review. I know it's really difficult to do. For some reason, Apple made it super difficult. But if you scroll all the way down, you'll see it. Um, this way, I know that you like what I'm doing. And I will continue to do it, which I'll probably do anyway. Anyway... See you next week.